0: You see them often, maybe every day, maybe far less often. They open your car doors at carpool. They wave hello as you drive in. They teach classes. They coach, advise, they lead, they write, they inspire. They keep the facilities humming, the bills paid, the food served hot and delicious, and so much more.
1: But how much do we really know about each other? Everyone here at Shadyside Academy has a story, and in learning other stories, we can create a more connected and inclusive community. I'm Chad Green, Dean of Student and Residential Life at the Senior School.
0: And I'm Lauren Lieberman, Director of College Counseling. Welcome to Beyond Hello, a podcast production bringing you stories from the people who shape our community.
1: Lauren, here we are. We just recorded our first episode of Beyond Hello. With Dave Shalhetka, how do you think it went?
0: Wow. Uh, this was a long time coming. We've been really talking about this for a couple of years now, and I can't think of a better person that we could have started with.
1: Yeah, say, say a little bit more about why we decided to ask Dave to be the first guest on our show.
0: I think quite, quite literally, Dave is the first person that most people see when you pull into Shady Side Academy's senior school every day. So there's sort of the constant presence that is Dave Schlahetka. Right. Beyond that, we're talking about a legendary career here. Right. So it's the every morning, but it is somebody who is sort of so essential and sewn into the fabric of this place. I can't right. I can't think of someone I mean, he's to start he's with. done
1: as he describes in the interview an incredible array of different jobs, roles, et cetera, at Shady Side senior school. He's out there greeting people, even on his sabbatical, but it's, whether it's snowing or sleeting or hot, cold, what have you. Um, and it was really remarkable to hear him talk more about his career here and his, what stood out to me was really his incredible daily commitment to the kids who go to school at Shady Side and just really exciting to be able to share that with a wider audience.
0: I totally agree. I feel lucky to have him as a colleague and uh, lucky to be in a place among people such as Dave Shlachetka.
1: Great, so enjoy our first episode of Beyond Hello.
0: Welcome to Beyond Hello, episode one. So happy to be here today. I'm your host, Lauren Lieberman, Director of College Counseling here at Shadyside, and I am joined with our very first interview, Mr. David Schlahetka. Dave, so happy to have you here today. Glad to be here. So we're just gonna get started and, and jump right in. So Dave, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do here.
2: Well, I've uh, been here at Shadyside for about 28 years. I actually started here as an athletic coach. Um, I teach in the computer science department. Uh, I've been a teacher for, in that department for the, the whole time. I um, had the great opportunity to do a lot of different things here at the Academy. I've been given a lot of opportunities. I've been a department chair, uh, been a dean of students, been of our director of academics, um, actually the um, director of technology. Um, I've had the opportunity to coach uh, football, uh, girls ice hockey, Um, lived in the boys dorm, the girls dorm, Um, so I've had an opportunity to touch a little bit of all facets of the school.
0: Wow, you've kind of done it all here. Yeah.
2: The only thing I haven't done is probably college counseling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So are, were there parts that you have enjoyed more than others?
2: I, every opportunity I've had, there has been a part of it that I've enjoyed and I've grown from it. It's made me what I would probably call, it's helped me become a better school person with that. And, um, I wouldn't trade any of it in. Um, there were some hard times I mean it wasn't all you know roses i mean um, there were some times where we had some difficult decisions to make and and uh some heartbreak but um all in all i think it's it's helped me you know be a better school person
0: so go back to the very beginning of your time here at shadyside um How did you get here what how how did you how did you end up getting the job here
2: um I actually started as a football coach, an outside football coach, and um, really didn't have a whole lot of background on Shadyside Academy. And uh, I remember driving up to campus the very first time and thinking to myself, this is a high school. I mean, I thought it was a small college, to be honest with you. And you know, you hear, you know, private schools, independent schools, the type of student athlete you're going to be dealing with and, you know, all those, you know, uh, stereotypes, to be honest with you. And it wasn't that at all. And um, the first year that I was here um, as a coach really enjoyed my time. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Tom Rossi, who's uh, he was the dean of students at the time, uh, was at that he was also coaching football. And as a joke, I said to him, "I said, ah, oh, if you ever need any help in your computer science department, just give me a call." Just joking with him, you know. <laughs> and you know, March, April rolls around. I was at the time I was a systems engineer at Westinghouse Electric Corporation, and my phone rings. It's Tom. He said, hey, look, we're looking for a computer science teacher. Would you be interested in doing that? And I told him, uh, well, I have no teaching certification. I mean, and at the time it was you really just have to be a master in your field. Um, teaching was something I always wanted to do. I kind of got talked out of it going to college. and." Um, when I was at Westinghouse, what we used to do is every Wednesday we would go into the inner city schools and help students try to get a spark in the math and the sciences. And I found myself always looking forward to Wednesday so I could, I could do that. And so I came and interviewed, um, taught a class, um, and uh, was offered the job. The funny part about it was that my wife, we just got engaged and so I was leaving a position at Westinghouse where I was in track to become a manager to come to become an entry level teacher and um, best decision I ever made. I there has never been a day I mean I the people I worked with with Westinghouse I loved them they were I had some great colleagues I had a great boss David Rollins great boss um I I missed them but there has never been a day in that 28 years that I ever sat back and said geez you know what I wish I would have stayed mm-hmm. you know even through some you know hard times with that it was and um So that's kind of how I got here, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, teaching and coaching ever Mm -hmm. since.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now 28 years in, what, what do you love most about being here right now? What has been?
2: The same thing that was probably in day one of year one is, is the kids. I mean, they, they, I think they, they really don't realize how much they can, I always tell them that, you know, they always say that a teacher has an influence on, you know, on the students they teach. But I always tell them that you also have an influence on, on us. You know, you have the ability to make or break our day. You know, how you act, how how you what you do, and um, you know, from day one to you know day one year one to whatever day this is year 28, uh, the kids are, you know, the kids are just fantastic. You know, I enjoy working with them. They're, they're, they're the best part of what we do.
0: Yeah. So, Dave, you uh, are the morning greeter here at Shadyside. You stand in the driveway. You have your coffee mug. You wave to all those who enter Shadyside every morning. Tell us a little bit about that. How did it start? When did it start? Why did it start? And what has kept you doing it?
2: Um... It actually started when I was the Dean of Students. Um, As you know, know, being a student here, um, that's always been the faculty parking lot. And um, what happened one year is a lot of the seniors who were trying to beat the bell um, would come in late and they would park in that parking lot. And uh, a couple colleagues were a little upset by it you know had a couple car dings and things of that nature so i figured okay you know i'm just gonna stand out there and make sure everybody goes to where they're supposed to be one of those (laughs) routines and um so it started off like that and you know it uh very quickly turned into um probably the best part of the day you know, for the fact is that, you know, before when I first started, I would probably go out ooh, 15, 20 minutes before the start of school, you know, because people would be rushing to get into the campus. Um, but then I would go out earlier and earlier. And um, the nice thing about it is that you get to see the whole day, you know, unwind. Um, you get out there early and you see, you know, the sun coming over the, you know, uh, over the horizon. You see how the sun hits off the different buildings. Um, you're a little bit like one with nature because it's quiet. And then gradually, um, the campus comes to life, you know? Nice thing about it is I get an opportunity to see, you know, almost all my colleagues um, get a chance to see almost every student. Um, and it just kinda kind of makes your day. Yeah. And you can probably tell within even the five seconds, you know, wave, hello, whatever, who had a good morning or who's having a good morning or who, oh geez, you may wanna check in with a little bit because, you know, you kinda got the, the grunt you know yeah. or somebody who's usually very happy just kind of just blew right by you yeah. you know and so it kind of gives you a pulse point um sometimes our our days are so busy that the only time we get a chance to see a colleague is maybe within that 10 15 you know seconds on hey how are you hey great concert last night you know great win whatever and um so kind of Starts the day off in a positive, um, a positive, you know, positive way for me. Um, I've been probably doing it for close to twenty years. Um, there was only one part, uh, one time where I really could not do that, mm-hmm. and that's when I was like the dean of academic affairs, and um, some of the schedules and the meetings and things of that nature kind of took me away from it. But uh, when I returned back into the classroom, I will say that was the first thing that I was I mean I was really, really looking forward to to doing that and um, so it's just it's one of those things. Some people start their morning with a cup of coffee or whatever, I like to start my morning just standing out there and, and you know having a chat with you know all our colleagues and, and, and our students.
0: Yeah. Wow, rain or shine, yeah. cold or warm, yeah. it's become quite a mainstay. Yeah. People have asked me that side. sometimes, yeah. you know,
2: and um, I always kid them. I always sit there and tell them, like, you know, my dad used to tell me growing up, like, you know, son, I don't know if you're smart enough to get out of the rain, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that's what, hey, that's what we have umbrellas for, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I, I, I bet people would be really surprised to know that story. That's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. So let's kind of rewind a little bit. Let's go back in time. Little little Dave Shelehetka as a <laughs> as a as a kid. Um what were you like as a student in in elementary school or in middle school? And then what were you like as a student in high school?
2: Um probably one word that would probably be grinder. <laughs> You know, we all had those friends that were just, no matter what the subject was, it just came naturally to them. They were that A, you know, always the A-plus student, didn't have to study, all that sort of stuff. Um, I had to work for all my grades, which, I, which I'm glad. I'm glad it didn't come easy. I mean, I, I, I did well in school. Um, but it's uh, the work, the work that I had to put in, the work ethic that I had to put into, you know, to, to to earn that, to earn the grade. So it it wasn't easy, but it um, it was rewarding.
0: And do you do you remember any of your teachers? Did you have a favorite teacher um, or a teacher who made a difference in your yeah. life?
2: My second grade teacher, her uh, Miss Light. Was uh, was her name. And uh, and if you ask me why, I couldn't tell you. It just that she was the type of teacher you knew that she loved you. She cared for you. And um, actually, it was really funny because when I got hired here, the first person I called was her. Okay, not my mom or my dad. <laughs> I called my second grade teacher.
0: <laughs> Did you have a relationship with her all the way throughout, or was that the first time you had connected with her in a while? Um,
2: sort of. I mean, you know, you, know, you know, Christmas card, you know, something like that, not like a weekly, like, you know, we're going to call each other and go out for dinner or, you know, mm-hmm. catch up, whatever, but, you know, around the holidays, uh, things like that. Um, she came to our wedding. <laughs> I mean, she drove the whole way out to Ohio, you know, to you know, to see me get married. So you know, it was one of those things. But it was, um, you know, and it, I I don't know what it was about her, but she, you could just you knew when you were in her cl- you in, you loved going to her classroom. Um, you'd love talking to her. Um, you never wanted to disappoint her, you know. Uh, you always had your homework done because not, you know, because of the penalties. Because you didn't want you didn't want to disappoint her, mm-hmm. you know. So it was one of those things.
0: And yeah. where's your elementary school in Pittsburgh? Where yes, you, I, were I grew you? up in Lower Borough, Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a small small elementary school.
0: Yeah. So you've had a lot of success, a lot of opportunities. Tell us about a failure or a time when you really questioned yourself.
2: Um, like most people you get that one that one instant where things just pile up, you know, sort of things. Um, I was actually in college I uh, I was an athlete in college and I um, was having a really good season and sustained a very serious neck injury that basically took me out of the whole season. Uh, actually threatened my career that I would they were telling me I was lucky I wasn't paralyzed. Um at the same time um I found out that my uh my mother was dealing with cancer. And you know, a couple other things it just piles up and you're you know you question yourself of, you know, why. And um you know especially at the beginning because I was hospitalized, and you're just laying there, and you just your mind just starts thinking things, and um, so that was probably a, that was a that was a real tough time, you know, um, things taken taken away or un, the unknown on so many different levels with that, so, and that's where you just you know where experience comes in you know, your experience of, you know, working hard and working through things. And, um, for me, a lot of it was faith, you know, to help, to help me through Mm -hmm. that.
0: Mm -hmm. I lean a
2: lot on, I lean a lot on faith.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm. Who, who's someone who personally or professionally influenced the person you are today? Or were there, were there people from that time or are there other people that have really had a dramatic impact on you.
2: I've been blessed with the amount of people that have come into my life. I really have. I mean, um, <clears throat> first one would probably be my mother. Um, you know, she battled that. Uh, she battled cancer four different times. Wow. And um, always had a smile on her face. You know, yeah, I guess it's just you know being a mother. I mean, you know, mothers never show. <laughs> you know that that they have a weakness you know sort of thing and um, I don't think I've ever met someone as strong as as she was and um, you know and she no matter how hard things were she always found the bright spot in the day you know and um, so that's you know she personally she was probably somebody had I mean uh, just to see how how loving she was and caring and how she battled what she did, you know, with that. Um, professionally, I've been blessed with a lot of people coming into in, into my life. Um, you know, Amy's uh, Amy's parents were both educators.
0: And for those listeners who might not know, Dave and Amy. Amy is Dave Dave's wife.
2: Yes. Um, her father was a principal for about 40 years in Ohio, and her mother was a middle school English teacher for the same amount of time. And um, I remember when I first came into education, uh, you know, the first year, I remember my, we were just engaged at that time, and uh, my father-in-law said to me, he said, education's really simple, very simple to be successful in education. Mm -hmm. He said, you just have to realize one thing. You teach every class like your child is sitting right in front of you, and if you're an administration, you treat every family, every parent like you'd want to be treated. And he says if you can do that, he says you'll be successful. You know, <laughs> so and I've you know and I've had a lot of great mentors you know here. I mean you know uh, people like uh, you know Dr. Sowers, mm-hmm. Dr. Satola, um, uh, you know, Charlie Britton. Um, I've had an opportunity to work with a lot of great people over the years to help to help mentor me and, and um, you know, see me along this path.
0: Well, for those of you who are not lucky enough to work day to day with Dave, um, while I didn't know your mom, it is clear to me that those traits that you've just described about her are very evident in you. Dave is smiling every day and seeing the good in every situation. So I guess in some ways you're carrying on her legacy here. Um, well, it's getting intense, right? A little bit. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's, let's switch to the looking forward part. Um, what are one or two things that are, are challenging you right now or that you are, wrestling with and then maybe what are one or two things that you're feeling hopeful for in the future?
2: Um, Challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to see us as a, (laughs) really, I mean, I'd like to see us as a society become more civil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, go back at least to that. Um, Our I, it's hard for, it's hard for students to see, you know, see what they see and then we ask them to, you know, act in a civil way at school and treat each other with kindness and respect and, you know, to be responsible for your actions and things of that nature and, and they don't always see that outside of, uh, you know, outside of, the you know, the campus mm-hmm. or, you know, they turn on the TV and, and they see things and it's, um so I wish as a society we would you know get back to that a little bit more mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. be more civil with each other more understanding mm-hmm. um a little more empathy so those are things I kind of kind of wrestle with and worry mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know
0: and uh, so and what what keeps you feeling hopeful what are you hopeful for in the future
2: Well it's one of those things I, you know, you, you can very easily, you know, read the news, watch the news and you kind of shake your head and wonder what we're doing to ourselves as a society and then you come here, all right, and you get a chance to work with these kids and I've always said that one of the best things about this job is that we get to see tomorrow's leaders today. And working with these kids kind of gives you hope mm-hmm. for, for the future. Mm-hmm. It gives you kind of hope that, you know what, it's not all lost, all mm-hmm. right? You know, if these are the people that are going to be leading us in the future, I sleep better at night,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, so that kind of, that makes, that makes me happy,
0: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. makes me happy. A future goal for you?
2: Um, future goal for me, um, I don't know, really, uh, it's one of those that, uh, you know, that just to keep doing the best I can every Mm -hmm. day, you know, that's, you know, and that's, those are the goals I usually Mm -hmm. have, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, just to do the best I can Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. And you know you know ten years out, you know you know ten years out puts me at retirement, maybe I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> except my wife says i can't I can't retire if 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 sabbatical's this way, <laughs>
0: yeah. right, so yeah. now you're on your sabbatical, and yeah. I think I've seen you approximately three times a week, yeah, <laughs> since the sabbatical started I've, yeah. maybe somewhere around there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if that's a sign of what retirement looks like, yeah. you could be here
1: yeah.
0: for many more years to come, which we would all be happy for. Yeah. All right. So some really quick, quick take questions to round out this conversation. Okay. Um, what's one thing you've changed your mind about? What's something you used to think that you don't think anymore? Um,
2: I like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> <like
0: these. laughs> uh, something you have or would like to have as a superpower or secret weapon?
2: Um, you know, the traditional, you know, read someone, be able to read somebody's mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a song a song that's sort of your motto or your pump up song, your walkout song? Um,
2: not really, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I, there wasn't, there's not that one song that uh, you know, the go-to. Okay,
0: food, best thing you've eaten recently, best thing you've eaten not recently, favorite food?
2: Favorite food would be pizza, okay. Uh, the best thing I've eaten Recently is basically anything my wife can cook. I mean, she's a, she's an excellent cook. And so (laughs) it's amazing. I'm not like 250 pounds because I could, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah. Uh, something you've read that you've enjoyed,
2: something you've read recently. Um, I just finished a book called, uh, Storm of Steel and it's a, um, it's the memoirs of a uh, a German soldier of uh, in World War One and talking about uh his experiences and uh uh day to day uh survival in trench warfare mm-hmm. as a nineteen year old. And it just um makes you think
0: yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Great.
2: I'm a history nut. <laughs>
0: but you've never taught history. That's um, the one thing you, maybe the one thing yeah. you haven't done here. Well,
2: I, I have talked with Dan Coyne about uh-huh. doing a, uh, a, a joint class together.
0: So maybe that is yeah. just to come. That could be a goal. Maybe yeah. that's a goal. Yeah. So in closing, um, what is one thing that you would like for people to take on as a challenge to increase the sense of belonging in in community?
2: One easy thing is just smile. You know, you can. It doesn't take that long to. You know, doesn't take that much effort to do. Um, talk to someone you haven't spoken to. You know, we're not that big of a community. Mm-hmm. You know, five hundred students. You know, with with faculty around. You know, we're about five hundred. That's not that's not that big. You know, you yeah. know, step out of the comfort zone and and uh, eat lunch with someone you haven't eaten with before. Get to know them a little bit better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, this has been, wow, pretty incredible. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank Thank you you. for pouring your heart out to us with (laughs) us. And uh, thanks for all you do for Shadyside. No
2: problem. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Hello. There's no greater way for us to understand one another and our worlds than to connect through our stories and experiences. Be sure to check out the highlights and details from each conversation in the episode notes. You can also drop us a line at beyondhellopodcast at gmail.com to share your thoughts and ideas with us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: A special thanks to all who have helped us with this project, including, but not limited to, James Knox for his technical production expertise, Chase Maybald, SSA class of 2018, and Mason Tomlin, SSA class of 2020 for music production, and the countless hosts of various podcasts that have inspired us to step up and create one of our own. I'm Lauren Lieberman.
1: And I'm Chad Green. And we thank you sincerely for going with us beyond hello.